Uh, welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I'm Rob Rodriguez, and here's with me the indie to my Willie Scott, Billy Polahan. You did that just to piss me off, didn't you? Yes. I am the Willie. I said, you, I'm the Willie. You're my indie. Well, it might be racist, but I want to say you're the short round of my indie. It is kind of. But I do like short round, though. I mean, granted, granted, it's an Asian, it's a small Asian kid, and you are a large mm-hmm. Mexican man. And then Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about a so-so, but an interesting uh, entry into the Indiana Jones franchise. And it's now called Indiana Jones and the yes. franchise. Well, yeah, but especially because the first was Raiders of the Lost Ark, and also... Ah, we haven't done a movie that you and I, we have changed away. We have different opinions. So for me, this is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom. Well, this was also your first Indiana Jones movie. So you have a lot of nostalgia tied to it. Mm-hmm. So that's also a factor. And it's very dark. Why do you think I like it? Exactly. Not because the first one I saw. This movie has everything. Musical numbers. People in flames. People, hearts getting ripped out like in Once Upon a Time. I'm pretty sure Once Upon a Time got it from them. Asbestos, <laughs> Lupus, Dan Cortez. Yeah, Dan Cortez. Roman J. Israel Esquire. The, Dan Arcroy. In a quick cameo. Like, this movie has everything. Cameos. They're actually more than just Dan Aykroyd. Monkey brains. Chilled monkey brains. brains. Um, and then, I think it's also funny that somebody with the name Indiana... The first mm-hmm. five letters spell the name of the country that it takes place in. Oh. India. <laughs> I see. I see what you did, George. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about George and the, the elephants in the yes. room. See what I did there? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We had to talk. So while making this, when they initially started Raiders of the Lost mm-hmm. Ark, George said, uh, yeah, I got three stories and you can, uh, you can direct all of them, mm-hmm. Stephen turns out he lied yeah and so they had to make shit up as they mm-hmm. went along and during this time both spielberg mm-hmm. and lucas were going through a divorce or lucas had already just went through a divorce and spielberg was in the process of it either way not a good time mm-hmm. for them so they made a script like some of the ideas they had were really messed up and i'm glad they didn't go through with it mm-hmm. And that's why Lawrence Kasdan did not return to write. He was just like, Temple of Doom was just very mean-spirited and way too dark, and I just didn't want to be a part of that. I did not because knew was, that. that that's why it... it was basically Lucas and Spielberg working through their issues. Mm-hmm. Just poured through their work. And I think they came up with a pretty decent uh, movie. It was very much like pushing a lot of things. Not only that... Uh... I wish that George Lucas and Steve Spielberg would have gone through more crap just to see how much riskier would have done more movies because this is a bo- this is a risky movie and this is a movie from the 80s. It's a lot of fucked up movies from the 80s. But also, the historic thing about this movie is because of this movie, we got P-13. Even I, when I saw this as a kid, and I'm like, damn. Oh, like I was started watching a lot of like a lot of horror and a lot of action films, and I'm like, this is fucking cool. But then I had to learn that this was a movie for children. I'm like, I can see why PE 13 was created around this movie, and also another big one of my favorite movies, Gremlins. 
Oh, that old lady, how she gets killed. Oh, Mrs. Deagle. Both involve Steven Spielberg. Yes. So, breaking the chain. I know. Ay, when we get to Back to the Future, because that's what the mech is. If we ever get to Back to the Future, I don't know if we will. Mm -hmm. That might take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Also, when we ever get to Gremlins 2, masterpiece. My God. Gremlins and Gremlins 2. Ah. We need like 15 minutes just to talk about the lady gremlin at the end. <laughs> just to talk about that. And Leonard Maltin's cameo. But yes, going back to Temple of Doom. Um, Like I mentioned before, I said Temple of Doom first. This is not only on my father's uh, thing. It was the blockbuster. They only had Temple of Doom available. Also, after I saw Temple of Doom, I saw Raiders, Last Crusade, and I like a few episodes of Young Indiana Jones with River Phoenix. So I got to see a lot of some of the context. And the other thing I don't remember about, I don't think those Young Indiana Jones show is available on streaming, though. I wonder. No, it's not, right? Not even on Disney+. Plus. It will be tomorrow, oh. as of the time of this recording. Nice. Okay, that's cool. But... The thing that I wonder, because I saw those uh, the, the, those episodes like when I was little in the 90s, I wonder if the character from the beginning of the movie, did he, did he have a character in those in those prequel, in that prequel show? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there was some ancillary books, or I think they tried to do it with like this Wii video game with it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, was, because it's also the PS2 it. video game. I know that a lot of people like that one. Yeah, I I don't know anything about that. All I know is the movies mm -hmm. and the young indie show, but I never got around to watching it because it's impossible to find. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that you, know, you like some ancillary material. I'm surprised that you don't that you don't know more about the ancillary material than I don't. That's interesting. Well, growing up, you didn't really know or care about it. That is that. true, though. That is really true. But yeah, going back to the movie, I also love the re different tone shift. Specifically with the musical number at the start of the movie, because yeah, let's talk about this weird opening that does not fit with the rest of the because movie. Because it feels like a James Bond entrance. That's the thing that I like, though. Yeah, it feels like a James Bond entrance. But I was also like, when did we? Uh, did Bob Fosse just happen to be on yes. the next soundstage, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Hey, let's just make a big musical number, like something out of uh, I don't know, like um." old broadway like rogers and hammerstein like yeah, south like pacific very, or something it feels very old broadway but also feels kind of like a Marilyn monroe kind of number two like uh the uh, girls like that uh, what's the name of that gentlemen song, prefer blondes that diamonds prefer blondes it feels like that kind of number also as well because all of the beautiful grace and all of the all of the ladies with all of the matching outfits like you only need a wheelie to get out of the water like this like, like you only needed that also too yeah as and well. also that bitch is blocking the title screen <laughs> or the title card she's seriously she's right in the middle of it we had to also bring another elephant to the room billy hates willie scott and i like the willie scott character oh god do i have quite the rant about willie <laughs> uh but yeah <laughs> No, get out of here anyway it I opens with her. a mandarin version of anything goes mm -hmm. and it turns out this movie's a prequel yes because it takes place in shanghai in 1935 whereas in um Raiders. Raiders of the lost ark it was 1936 
So uh, that's the thing that I was wondering. So it is a year before Raiders. Yes, okay. it is a prequel. Mm -hmm. Wow. Kind of a out-of-the-box choice. Specifically because we just saw Raiders last week. Every The the relationship between Nana Jones and... Um, I forgot already the name of the villain. Um, they will feel like very personal. And in here, a lot of people already know Indiana Jones by his name. Like he's a legend. And this is supposed to be a prequel. And in the first movie, it felt very like um, like he was under the table. Well, they didn't know they had a franchise. So they had to wreck I know, because shit. they wrecked it. And I was like, uh, and that's the other thing that I wonder. Where the hell is Show Round in the Raiders of the Lost Star timeline? They were... It was one of their many adventures where Short Round didn't make it. <laughs> which is really fucked up when you think about it because it's a kid. But... <laughs> no, wait. Uh, but because talking about... We have to talk about that. There's a scene after when they're, when they're in the jungle, before they go to the castle, to the palace. I know we're breaking the timeline out here of how we do the event thing. But Indy says, I found Short Round when he was four years old and his family got killed. So is that line stating that the guy that dies at the beginning of this movie right now in tem in bar obi-wan is not his father no just another friend of his so yeah going back to i don't remember because i was watching the movie and i couldn't see the name but we know because we're nurses bar obi-wan but does it say in the movie like a like a sign or something that says that it does the bar obi-wan oh yeah there is a there is a sign on the outside that says club obi-wan oh okay I Which obviously more corporate synergy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, so Indy has a deal with this guy named Lao She, mm -hmm. played by the uh, Kung Fu master from Bloodsport. Yes. The Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Mm -hmm. And he wants um, um, the remains of Nurhachi, mm -hmm. the first emperor of the Jin dynasty, his, ash his ashes. Mm -hmm. And Indy wants this big diamond. Which is essentially kind of like the Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. And they have this table right there. Very interesting and table. That way they I, I like that around. revolving table mm -hmm. thing. Like, first he tries to buy Indy off with gold. And we also see he has a friend with him there. And that guy's name is Wu Han. That was his name? Yes. Okay. That's the IMDB synopsis. Uh, thankfully, uh -huh. uh, provides me. And then and we see that Willie comes to the table and there was like, a, and now you give me the diamond. And then we see that first, I like that kind of thing. That's the thing that I love about Steven Spielberg, that we, he makes us focus a lot in like the moments of the characters. That first is Indy's about to drink. And then Willie's like, oh no, but what are you doing here? Like saying hi to Lao Shen and everyone. And then when she sits down, he drinks. And then we see the iconic line. When Lao Che is laughing, I was like, oh, why are you laughing about? What's that? The antidote for the poison you just drank. <laughs> I love this scene. I I know that it's completely different for the tone. But I don't care. Because also Spielberg said it in the first one. He Spielberg was always to direct a James Bond movie. I think this was a Spielberg's decision to do this scene at the beginning of the movie. Especially since Indy's wardrobe looks like Sean Connery's and gold, uh, mm -hmm. Goldfinger. I almost said gold member. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what does happen is Indy drinks the poison <laughs> and Wuhan pulls a gun from underneath the tray because he's masquerading mm -hmm. as a waiter. But 
inconveniently somebody pops champagne at the same time and many champagnes couple of champagnes mm-hmm. and they use that noise to shoot wuhan and then he mm-hmm. has the line where he's dying in indy's arms and he's just like we've been on many great adventures and none of which we will ever see mm-hmm. now he's like i will see you many many more times in the ancillary novels uh. <laughs> i go first indy uh and yeah, I he's know, slow, right? Man, and he's poisoned and everything. There's mm-hmm. this flaming kebab, and he just throws he it in the chest that. of one of the dudes. I fucking love that. I that's the thing that I love about tone over the top fucking deaths. I'm like, I forgot about that fucking mystic. I love it. <laughs> yep, and then we get an awesome um, chase scene with. Um, and kind of like well, first pitch. we get like the fight in the club where it's like a cat mm-hmm. and mouse. Indy's trying to get the antidote. Willie is mm-hmm. trying to get the diamond because she's a very greedy person as well. Oh, yeah, she's very greedy. Yeah, but not in a good way. Like, she has a heart. No, no, no. She is as vain and shallow as it it appears. Mm-hmm. And and also like that Indy uses the gong as a shield. Yeah, from the Tommy gun. Uh, yes. And then they crash into a car driven by future mm-hmm. Oscar winner Ki Hoi Kwan and mm-hmm. Data from the Goonies. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was his yeah, name in the Goonies. Yeah, short round. Yeah, short round. I was like, holy smokes, Dr. Jones? I was like, drive! Okie, okie, dokie, Dr. Jones? And I was and Willie's like, oh my god, there's a kid driving the car! He's got, like, <laughs> the, the wooden blocks to help I him love grow. that detail! I forgot about that! And that's, that's a nice so car, cute. too. Yeah, it's a very nice car. Also, I love that... I love that Kiki Kwan is, like, that's the thing that I love about Spielberg. When he gets children, he always does a good job with children actors. He, he casts his kid actors very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like E.T. is mainly made up of kids. Mm-hmm. And they're all great. Yes. I still think that he directed Poltergeist. I will always, we will always go to that. <laughs> yeah, there's that old Hollywood legend that it was secretly uh, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. We'll never know until we'll there's a tell-all uh, memoir after I know, his right. death. We'll, but right now, or we may never know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Poltergeist is awesome. We yeah, did Poltergeist cover that. Poltergeist is awesome. And then also after this, they they go and driving off, and we see a quick cameo, but like almost too quick. Like you can barely notice it because of the voice. We see Dan Arkroy receiving Indy uh, and Willie. They go to a plane, and I love how. The bravado of Indy. He fucking gets to inside of the plane. He's like, so long, Lao She. And then he closes the door and it says Lao She fried. Oh, that classic George oh, Lucas. I learning. love, like, even during action scenes, there's a lot of little funny moments, too. Mm-hmm. Like with the rickshaw driver. And it's not even like, it actually kind of parallels a, an action scene later in the movie. With mm-hmm. The minecart scene. Like, there's a ton of, like, little moments that are very comedic that you just appreciate, especially with a film as dark of a tone as it has. I think that's why also because compared to Raiders of the Lost Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark doesn't have a lot of funny moments. It's more like a... I can count a couple of there's funny some jokes. moments. Like, the guy with the that gets knocked out with a frying pan, like a Looney Tunes character. That is true. No, but I'm saying kind of like... Or, like, the, or when Indy shoots the guy. That's the most fa- famous moment right there. But it was not intended to be funny, though. 
that's the thing. It felt more serious though. And here it feels this is mostly pro for comedy. I disagree. To balance the dark I disagree. Tone. Yeah, I disagree. I feel like that was just that was part of it. It's like because that happens in a lot of like pulpy adventure stuff is they there's like some, some funny stuff and it's also George Lucas mm-hmm. humor. I feel like because he did, he did that. Quite I was gonna a bit say it feels, and he does that a bit in the he he does he does that in all of his Star Wars. I was gonna movies. say it feels like George is kind of like jokes though, but he until the, until he got backlash for it, and then uh, Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith had little to no moments like that. No, the interesting part when we get to that the to the sacrifice ritual, who wrote that? Was it Steven or George? That's gonna be interesting of the combo of both of them. Indy is flying by map. He's making his way back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> like the and, um, He has no reason to keep Willie, by the way. The only reason he dragged her along was because she had the antidote in her dress. And, uh, you know, he's, he cops a feel and gets it. And then, um, <laughs> you know, he saves himself. Uh, also, you cannot deny, Indy's a, he's a very horny bastard in this movie. Oh, for sure. Well, they both are. Yeah, they both are, yes. But also, I love how... But I mean, Harrison Ford in this movie, can you really... Oh. Can you really blame her? Uh, not, not only that, I don't know if, like, if was so a production assistant or a decision that Steven did, but slowly we're seeing Harrison Ford shirtless and more shirtless and more sweaty. And yeah, he Damn. he worked out quite a mm-hmm. bit as well like it might not be man of steel level of muscles but it, he got in really and good you shape. can notice the difference because empire strikes back was shot first then raiders and then between and then return and then he shot temple of doom first and then return of the jedi so you can notice that he got buffered. that's why han got buffer when he gets on frozen i'm like wow that's a really good machine over there <laughs> shit i want to be frozen in a carbonite i know right <laughs> and, and then i love when you see the the pilots that they go they they go out and i love that Willie. i love how Willie does that kind of kind of comedy thing of like ah oh, we can have slowly she goes and touches the coach just like oh there's no pilots it's like wake up mister wake up and i love that that recording joke that that showrun is doing. You call him Dr. Jones. You call him Dr. Jones, lady. Show some respect to his name. Yeah, it definitely turns into a Looney Tunes sketch real quick. And a lot of people bitch about the fucking fridge in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And I kind of agree with Billy. This is more ridiculous than the fridge. The scene that we're going to talk about. Yeah, because the fridge, you can see the logic behind that. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it makes no sense realistically but these aren't supposed to be realistic movies here mm-hmm. it's just like it's a bit far they they mm-hmm. play with it a little too much mm-hmm. and what happens is indy and them they gotta jump out of the plane now but they don't yes. have parachutes so he has a raft you know an inflatable raft in case like if you uh crash a plane and stuff in water mm-hmm. and she goes sinking we're crashing and then bites her knuckles for some <laughs> and then they go out they drop kind of like a feather jesus christ like what is it like more than 500 feet like this is even more though no they would have 
they would have plummeted to their deaths real They would have broken one. At least the, the kid would be dead immediately. Yeah, I love... Well, they all would have been dead. Yeah, I know. But they, like... They're going down as the raft is uh, filling up with air and everything. Mm-hmm. But then when they land, it's like they just landed, like, five feet. And then they're going down... Uh, you can see the green screen on the back. Yeah, the, the, there's some bad green screen. Yes. But you can forgive it because it's 1984. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it just... They're going down this snowy slope, and then Indy's like, that wasn't so bad, ah, because it turns out it's over a cliff, which is even more, worse green screen. You just needed Indy to be with a sign like the coyote. Oops. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this movie is a Looney Tunes cartoon. Also, do you notice the Millennial Falcon sound? When the yeah, when the... Was about to create the well, there's also another sound uh, later during the ritual sacrifice. Oh, yeah, sac- I know which one you're talking about. Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But... They go down the uh, River Rapids ride at Walt Disney World. Yeah, and um, then, I hate the water. I hate being wet. And I hate you. And, and I want to punch her good. right in the face. <laughs> I love how Indy's just basically just like, Willie, shut up. Just the entire time. And I'm like, thank you. You, you want the teacher from Scaramo to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, I do. That's for ruining Schindler's List. <laughs> Mama's house. You really want to kill uh, Willie like Brenda? I really hate Willie. No, no, she is so goddamn annoying. All she does is bitch and moan and scream at everything. And I don't mean like even stuff that you shouldn't really scream about. Willie, this is supposed to be a pulpy novel. It's but there's a difference between being pulpy and just being fucking annoying. This is extra pulp. It's too much. <laughs> anyway, they hey, go to a uh, the s- this scary looking town mm-hmm. or village. They're in India mm-hmm. because there's the Indian shaman guy. Mm-hmm. And luckily, he's the only one that knows English or basic English. I think Spielberg, had to, te- was... te- Spielberg had to teach him English. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing even my, my, my boyfriend was asking. I was like, how does he know English? And all of a sudden, then he, speaks, uh, he speaks his language later. And I'm like, well, according to the timeline, this is still when he, the British was still occupying India, right? Yes, very Back much Back in so. the 30s. So that's why it does. How can you explain that, that he knows English? So. That's why there's a lot of Indian and British marriages as mm-hmm. well. You know, inevitably that those cultures crisscrossed mm-hmm. and, you know... <laughs> and also this town looks like very desolate it's very scary everybody just stares at you like like the birds it reminded me like a, a much scarier, a scarier version of um, what's the name of that movie uh, Village of the Dam the one with the one in black and white you know what I'm talking about that it looks yes, like so desolate so. and more alone I like that movie a lot and I, I love that Willie's just like oh no I don't eat the food and Indy is just like hey this is more food than they eat in, in, a, in, week. A, mo- in a week. Also, you're embarrassing me, so eat your fucking food. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the exposition that the power of the dark light is in Pencat. And it's a castle that you had to leave. I think that was the name of the town. It was Lanka. I think that was the name of the... Of, Sri Lanka. Of the, Sri Lanka, the, the village. And I was like, they took Sivalinga uh, from the sacred town. It's a sacred stone. And, and then... And says you were brought here to say to save us and to bring and to bring them back. 
And then in this, but we're in Brock here. I was playing Crash. I was like, uh, I said, Siva made you fall from the sky. You will go to the palace and you bring Sivalinga back to us. And and then even I, William, I was like, if they saw a rock, how can it harm the whole town? The river will dry and turn into sand. The cows will die and they took their children. All will be covered in darkness. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the sign language when he says mm-hmm. covered in darkness and he covers his eyes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Oh, yeah, because a kid um, managed to escape. All whipping, covering blood. Yes, and incredibly skinny. Just passes out. I thought that kid died at first. But no, he was one of the lucky, he was the only lucky one. Because it turns out the children were taken and put into slavery for what? I don't know. Yeah, and then he they, he screams Sankara. Yes, and he gives him a piece of cloth uh, with Sanskrit on it. And it gives a clue to where the Shankara stone is. So the Shankara stones in Indian mythology are five stones that they gave, that the Hindu gods gave to humanity to help them, you know, evolve and stuff. It's like giving fire to man. And they believe that the main goddess Shiva sent Indy and them to save them, a literal white savior trope. Ah, uh, okay. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, the trope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they then get rides on elephants where Lily has a Jar Jar Binks moment. Oh, she's on the elephant, but on the other side. And then oh, when they're God. riding the elephants, which had to be cool, mm-hmm. to the yeah. palace, because they were going to go to um, New Delhi, which is like the big mm-hmm. city. They actually couldn't film in India for a very specific reason. Ooh. They are going, and this is where my hatred of Willie really started. Because at first she's just like, oh, look at those birds. And he's just like, uh, those are bats. Those are vampire bats. And there are there were actually fruit bats, but there, there are a lot of uh, fruit bats. I know. There. I they, are uh-huh. they are huge. They are huge. And some great uh establishing shots mm-hmm. from this movie uh willie is putting perfume on and on the elephant elephant just like uh throws her off and then she's when she's in the puddle and she's just like ah oh, i was just like i'm done with you already i'm a singer and voice ah uh, go away willie and i love she's like i used i was happy in shanghai i hate being outside i'm a singer and I get what people hate her for the next scene when they're in the campament. She's uh, like the stepmom from Parent Trap. Yes, in that scene specifically, when she screams to the owl, to the snake. To the but bat. if she was seen as the good uh-huh. guy, no, you wouldn't want to be anywhere near this woman. She's just she's uh she's luggage that you just gotta haul over your back and just drag her ass to the end of the movie with. So you're saying that with this scene when Willie got pissed, I was like, and she's gonna throw, she's gonna throw a fucking show running to a fucking place in, a, what was it, in Nova Scotia, in the parent trap? Scotland, I oh, forgot God. what it was. Oh, Switzerland. Sure. Yeah, Switzerland. Get the picture. <laughs> for sure. Get the picture. For in sure. <laughs> and uh, the thing about Short Round is he yells, Every line. Yeah. He never gets a slow moment. 
So yeah, but like... the reason why, well, okay, he gets one. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I forgive that more than Willie is because Short Round's a kid. Uh... Kids are very loud. Mm-hmm. They are like that. So it makes more sense. But Kiwi Kwan has charm. Well, now we know he has charm. But he has charm also as a kid, too. Yeah, I know. And Hollywood screwed him for many decades. Oh, yeah. Luckily, he got another chance. Mm-hmm. Thank God for everything everywhere all at once. I know. And then he's going to be in Loki season two. It's going to be interesting. It has resurrected his acting career. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, thankfully. It, when Willie's screaming, she's like, oh, this whole place is surrounded by living things. That's why it's called the jungle, sweetheart. Yeah, because Andy's just like, yeah, we're going to rest here for the night. And Indian Short Round are just fucking laughing at her and just, mm-hmm. I love it. Are they playing poker? Like, I, I like that. Yeah, thing. they're just well. She is literally just uh, screaming at everything, mm-hmm. well, including an owl that's uh, like perches on What's a tree branch next to her. She's like, ah, like it's the scariest thing ever. I'm like, it's a fucking owl. It's not gonna do anything to you. Okay, fine. The bat over the, the uh, like, instead of a towel thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, uh, of course, where there's a snake. It's a big-ass python, by the way. Her small ass could not throw that big of a snake. Oh, no. And Indy, of course, is like, uh, the willy snake. Yeah, I was like... Uh, and then she's just like, get out! Like, I won't be sleeping with you. I prefer to sleep with a snake. And he immediately, she's like, she thinks that the, the elephant is playing with her, with, her, with, with the trunk. I was like, oh, get up! And she thinks that she was throwing, moving the trunk, but no, she was moving the big ass. I was like, ah! I love when Indy shows his weakness of how much he hates snakes and he's afraid of them. Yeah, and uh, while they're playing poker, they're both cheating at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just great. That felt, that scene felt very Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith. That felt a lot like... Or Qui-Gon those... and Obi-Wan and with Obi-Wan fucking and Jar Jar in the background just having mm-hmm. a comedy uh, yes. fest. Just screaming at everything, complaining the entire time. You don't want to go on a vacation with somebody that does that i mean like w- would you want to um would you want a willy with you on vacation depends on the willy though <laughs> willy oh willy <laughs> uh and so and then we they get they got into like a big statue that is covered i forgot about this i discovered in fingers or bloody fingers in blood and every, everybody that was accompanying, they ran away, even with the elephants. And they go into this big castle that is Pencott. And the person that receives them, I didn't get his name. Uh, his name is Chatar Lal. He's the Maharaja's um, major domo. Ooh. The Zazu. I was going to say, he, is he the Sasu or the Jafar to, to the king? Sort of, yeah. yeah. Or the vizier. Yeah, the vizier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the detail where you look at the guards in the back. You see that they have the spears close by, and they're very much like on edge. Like, is this guy a friend? Soon as Chatterlal shakes Indy's hand and is like, "Oh, you must be Indian Doctor Jones. You're very famous," and the and the famous American singer Willie Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. And then and then as soon as he shakes their hand, they loosen up, mm-hmm. and everything's fine. Like, it's something that you just see in the background. Yeah, oh, that's a very good it's, detail. It's a good detail. Also, it, felt very, and, it also felt very Wizard of Oz. 
like the, the ones that in, in the witch's castle. Well, bless my buttons. Why didn't you say so? <laughs> oh. Frank Morgan's there somewhere. Oh my god. We well, I'm probably playing a, uh, a racial, racial stereotype. Oh, there is a racist moment, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, too, but... Um, so the Indian government is incredibly sensitive about anything involving their culture. Mm-hmm. And they did not like the initial script. They found mm-hmm. it too offensive for their tastes. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't really film in India, like in parts of it. They filmed, I think, in Nepal. And um, they only had like a limited time. They put a lot of restrictions on this film. Mm-hmm. And they wanted final cut privilege and everything. Damn. Oh, yeah. For, for real. It was just a hassle. The Maharaja's palace there, we get a bunch of people, including the British regiment leader. His name was Captain Blumbert. And you know this dude is probably just straight up racist. Mm-hmm. Um, the British commander just checking up on them. I never noticed that uh, Lal, you know, the major domo guy, is just like, yeah, they just randomly check up on us as if we're children mm-hmm. and stuff you could tell that these two absolutely hate each other yeah and he's just all like oh you know i'm part of the regiment and he's got like the silly facial hair sideburns and everything and also uh, the party that this guy, could, th- this guy could totally be like colonel mustard from clue oh yes i was gonna say that that he looked like colonel mustard from clue also love the village is like oh yeah maybe i i do want some money though maybe i could I was like, is the Maharaj or, or Pankat is the Maharaja. the Maharaja? Is he single? I was like, oh yeah, he's very single. And then we, and then we see the the Maharaj uh, walking in, and I was like, a, oh, it's a child. And I love how, and I love Shadow saying, maybe he likes all the women. <laughs> Not a very good light though. <laughs> uh, I love that. And Willie also. I'll give Kate Capshaw this. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Like. This is the movie, for those that don't know, Kate Capshaw mm-hmm. is married to Steven Spielberg. They met on this movie, mm-hmm. and they're still married to this day. Their daughter, Jessica Capshaw, is actually in the business as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome, especially since Spielberg was going through a divorce, that he managed to find his now, uh, his future mm-hmm. wife while making this movie. My wife. And it was just them, just downtime and everything. and. That's just really cool how those little things like add up or like you, you hear stories about certain things. I know Raul's family has some stuff. Uh, I have some stuff with my family. It's just really nice to hear about. So that's the other reason why I think Kit Capshaw was in this movie for as long as she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's definitely had a leg up and spielberg wanted to keep his willy oh god <laughs> so <laughs> you knew you knew that joke i was know coming uh, at some point that we get some exposition about the tucky that they have been dead for over a century and they worship the god kali with human sacrifices their nearest village has said uh, was darkness reside in pancot we're talking about the village we just visited before that they all of darkness is in pancot and I love when they get in the dinner. And I was like, ooh. And then I love how Willie looks at the snake. 
I was like, and then I love this uh, chubby guy next to her. I was like, oh, it's a snake surprise. I was like, what is the surprise? And when they opened the snake, a lot of little snakes go outside of it. And then I was like, uh, oh, so Dr. Jones is not usual for the guests to insult the host here, Dr. Jones. And then we see another play that is so all scarabs. And the, and we show running and we was like, oh, it was, and the, oh, not as bad as the snake. Yeah, the thing. And then and then Willie's like, can I get some soup? And then gets was like, oh, it smells delicious. And then she opens the container and then some eyes pop out. She's like, ah. <laughs> it's just funny. Oh, and that snake, by the way, uh-huh. was pregnant. Ah, that's why you see the little so, snakes. That's why there's little snakes and they're just eating the fucking snakes whole. Mm-hmm. That dessert, by uh, those uh, scarab cockroach things, I think that was just like some tapioca or something. They didn't actually eat bugs. real bugs mm-hmm. or something. And the monkey brains for dessert. Chilled monkey, monkey brains. That, that was just jello. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the tales of the Tuggy are used to scare children. It will not happen in my kingdom, says the, the Maharaj. And I was like, uh, and then I love that the next thing we see the Willie's in her room and she opens the door to Indiana. And I love how Indiana just very i love the, the shot of the uh, of the app which is like oh my god yes and then she, she immediately comes the, the... she starts making out with that mm-hmm. apple oh yeah the way that she buy that apple and kiss it was very sexual this whole scene is incredibly sexual um steven what was going on that day <laughs> you know what we all have we all have needs uh-huh. <laughs> don't don't slut shame him okay we're all human. Yeah, well, that's true. We're all human. And Don't discriminate. We, and we all feel that. Those close-ups between e, Indy and Willie, they were hot in that room. I was like, uh, and I look at she says, how much research would you do on me, Dr. Jones? I can be hard to handle. Um, This was not George. This is a no, Steven. this was definitely Steven. This was definitely Steven. I was like, <laughs> or I see who wrote this thing. Just, just keep going. I know, uh, but I know William, the stories between Ho- William Hoyk mm-hmm. and Gloria Katz. Oh yeah, and the characters were named uh, Willie and Short Round because Willie was the name of Spielberg's cocker spaniel. Oh wow! And uh, Short Round was named after Hyuk's dog whose mm. name was derived from a film called The Steel Helmet. Mm. Interesting. Because, I mean, they carried the idea of naming stuff after the dogs because Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Indiana was the name of George Lucas's Malamut, mm-hmm. who was who also, that dog was the inspiration for Chewbacca. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Alaskan Malamuts are really big dogs. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're super hairy and everything. And he would always sit next to uh lucas whenever you would drive anywhere and he was like his co-pilot mm-hmm. and stuff so that's why that's where he got chewbacca from yeah and then at the end i was like ah uh, and then they it was like you couldn't even survive here it was like, it was like uh, and then i think indiana says like no it's not the time and then she's like you'll be back here dr jones and I was like, oh they're both just like are you teasing, are you teasing me? me come on i'm not that easy i'm not that easy either <laughs> I'm just like God. Ah, uh, yeah, I said that to Marion a few years back. Oh, indeed. yeah. I was like, uh, and there's a like, Jones. You want me? She knew what she was I was like, doing. Uh, you have five minutes, and then I love that we just like, well, he's not coming, and I love how Indy he's like on his bed, running around because you can notice that Indy's horny. Nah, she's not coming, and then 
she's not. And we, I love how we see, oh my God, we see all of the painting and all of the different, uh, uh, all of the different people. And I like this effect when they do that on the camera. We see one of them moving and it goes and chokes Indiana Jones. And then I love uh, Willie, they're getting out from her room and the whole was like, you're going to regret this, Indiana Jones. I will have been your greatest adventure. And Indiana is getting, getting like a, a choke. It's like, oh. Like try to get to the door. It's like now I stay from your fingers, and and then of course Shoran gets uh, Indiana his whip, and then he gets him by the way that 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 assassin. And I love how Indy goes to Willie. We're just like, oh Indy, you came, and I love the wind on her and her face, Not the close up, <laughs> and Indy touches <laughs> the flowers, and then he sees the air, and we see this beautiful statue of a woman. Like looking at the front, but we also focus on her boobs. And I love Indiana Jones pushes the boobs, and I love uh He'd rather he'd rather get it on with a statue. And then I love she bitch. said, "Willie's just like I'm right here," and she's touching her boobs too. I was like, "Oh yeah, we got." Can we talk about that assassination yes. attempt? So Indy is getting choked by this dude, but then we forgot to mention his death. Yeah, I did say that he got hanged. Oh yeah, way. but it's like a brutal mm. death too. Like it's Look not like in Tarzan mm-hmm. where uh like it's mm-hmm. very real. Um the thing about that is Harrison Ford suffered a severe spinal disc herniation while performing the somersault mm-hmm. in that scene. So he hurt his back and they had to stop production for to help him recover. He had to be flown to the hospital. Like he tried to carry on, but obviously if you if you fuck up your back. So there's a couple of uh Stand for stand-in shots. They got a stunt double, and um, that stunt double's wife was Kate Capshaw's stunt double as well. So I thought That's that pretty was cool. pretty awesome. Yeah. And then we're getting to and, the other. Now, nah, but they're going to this big tunnel, and then a show round activates one of the one of the the one of these things from the trap and we hear just like this big kind of like ball and we see all of these spies going outside of it and then they're like uh and we just hear they they're like Willie we need your help and then we see I love that Willie because we focus in all of this hallway it was like oh what is going on here we see all of the bugs and we're just like ah and then, then she, I know she was saying, I was like, Indy, where are you? And then Indy gets his arm. I was like, no, go right there, up there. I was like, I can't. It's slimy in there. And I love the focus on the camera in the little hole. And Indy's like, we're going to die here. <laughs> you know, all of this sounds very uh, mm-hmm. dirty. I know. context. A little hole. It's slimy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, she can't handle mm-hmm, his willy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It turns and out. And she says, I got it when she grabs the the stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those bugs mm-hmm. as well. Spielberg has a weird thing with like putting a bunch of uh, insects mm-hmm. in these movies. I think and... this is mostly a George thing too, though. He likes bugs a lot too. Yeah, George has a weird mm-hmm. thing for stuff like this. Uh, production mm-hmm. design. Gotta talk about uh, my favorite set later. This is one of my favorites, but um that they recreate the moment with like instead of the whip being on the other side like in the opening of raiders it's the hat on the other side because willie opens the door she goes in 
and then once again somebody activates uh activates the booby trap and then they get out but this is the he, he loses his hat this time but manages to get it just yes. in the nick of time and that that's cool and then we get to my favorite set design which is the thuggies will uh human sacrifice set and this thing is huge um when i was a kid 2001 i just watched the indiana jones movies a few years back so when i got to ride the indiana jones ride at disneyland i never thought that most of that ride was temple of doom well and ben burt the guy that did the sound design for Mm -hmm. star wars did the sound design here and a lot of it was he recorded footage from roller coasters mm-hmm. at Anaheim at Disney mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Funny enough, we would later have a, a ride at Disneyland. There's an mm-hmm. Indiana Jones ride there. In the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Yeah, and uh, all the visual effects and stuff, all the people from Lucasfilm. The people that did Star Wars mm-hmm. did this. What's the writer's So, name? future director Joe Johnston... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Murin, uh, all the guys from Iowa. And also, this Industrial is one Light of the Magic. first credits with Kathleen Kennedy because she didn't work in Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. So, for all you Star Wars fuckers mm-hmm. out there that want to blame Kathleen Kennedy, she's been doing this for a very long 40 time. 40 years. Yeah, so she's she's got more than enough experience. Mm-hmm. And then we see that the also, like, the whole detail in this whole set, like, the vol- the the entrance to the to to the volcano it is a volcano right underneath like it looks like a magma and everything they are just worshiping the main priest and then we see this person that goes into this chain kind of like this kind of like cage that is all like modeled to the twenty fifth one person a very skinny person and then I was like uh we just see we the focus on also the music like Hara, and so we see all of the heroes the chanting. Yeah, and we meet the the main thuggy priest, Molaram. Yes, Molaram, and this guy is kind of scary. His name was Amrish Puri, mm-hmm. and he was one of the most notable and important figures in Indian cinema. Ooh. He acted in more than 450 films, Jesus. and he was incredibly popular in India. Damn. Like, he was one of their big stars. Mm-hmm. And much like Yul Brynner, after this movie, because in this movie he's bald, he loved it so much that he just kept shaving his head for the rest of his life. So, and uh, it surprised Indian audiences, like, when they found out, oh yeah, he was just wearing wigs the entire time, after doing Temple of Doom, because he just liked being bald. Yule Brenner did it, and Yule Brenner was um, the king in The King and I. That was his most famous role. And he shaved his head as a trademark. Mm. Because he was known for, you know, he was a darker man, and he was known for being bald as well. So if they can do it, you know, uh, the future's looking pretty bright for this guy right here, because I'm losing my hair. And once once that happens, it's... It's Lex Luthor time, baby. Oh my god. And we see the sacrifice. Uh, he's being chained up with his arms all the way up in the, in the legs. Takes the guy's heart out with his... He digs into his mm-hmm. chest 
and rips it out with his bare hands. Kalima! That's a real heart. And I love the detail of the heart and seeing the heartbeat and how it regenerates his whole chest back up. You can tell, you can see the latex. Mm -hmm. But then I also love as it's slowly getting lowered, you see the heart beating faster and faster Mm -hmm. and faster. Mm -hmm. And then it bursts into flames. What the music, the chanting and the music goes up like, ah, ah, and we see the cage dropping slowly into the fire of the magma in hell. I think this is a George Lucas part on focusing on the magma. I think this is foreshadowing for Revenge of the Sin. Oh, and this guy, like, Hanum Shabai, Hanum Shabai, and he's screaming and everything. And it's brutal to watch. And they're just watching, like, there's nothing they can do. The inverted shots, I think Sam Raimi was a teenager and he saw this part in Temple of Doom. He was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> what happens is Indy sees the stones and the statue of Kali, who is a goddess of death or and destruction. And the heart goes in flames exactly when the guy goes to a crisp. Oh, and Molarama is just laughing like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. With this flaming heart in his hand. Mm-hmm. Indy goes down. He's just like, I'm going to get these uh, stones because mm-hmm. they're like diamonds. And immediately, because Willie couldn't watch, understandable, and fame and glory. And then she's just like, oh, really? Is that what? Is that all it takes? Sure. And he's just like, watch short round. I'm going to go down there because I need the stone for the village. We saw earlier they were accusing Indy of just stealing stuff, you know, doing the like stealing treasures and then just keeping it for himself. And Indy was just like, oh, yeah, you're doing this for like the thuggies and the Maharaja was just like, yeah, that's a bad part of our culture. Uh, don't want to talk about that. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. That was during the dinner scene, but now we see he's being sincere. And this is one of the few instances that he doesn't want something in a museum. Yes. But- There's actually a line about it later at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that's character regression. But it, this is the Nikki a prequel though. So maybe he changed his mind after what happened in Temple of Doom. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, he goes down to get the stones. But mm-hmm. while that happens, we get jump scare. Yes. Because the thuggies capture Willie and sure. lovely calls short round also sometimes shorty. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Indy, as he has the stones, we see he sees sort of the children um uh, being enslaved. And um, you hear the screams and the crying of the children, you see children getting whipped. And he stops one of the masters, the bigger guy, where 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 with the beer. And then he indeed gets transported to a kid in cages. I'm like, damn it, not topical. I was like, Jeffy, where I was like, just like, ooh. And, and then one of the children there, they hear about if you ever drink the the blood of from Kalima, you will become like them. You will be possessed. Oh yeah, and that big guard, by the way. Mm-hmm. Pat Roach, who was the big Nazi guy from uh That's why you look familiar. Yeah, but it's very offensive here because they painted his skin brown. Mm-hmm. And you can tell they that he's in blackface. Mm-hmm. I mean the this dude just had a huge figure though. Like a huge mm-hmm. frame. And I he also looked like he gained weight though, because he looked chubbier than in Raiders though. Maybe. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. what happens is Mola Ram, and this dude has got a very deep voice mm-hmm. as well. And he's got these like crazy eyes and his mouth is always like, ah, open. And 
And we know that the children are being enslaved to find the other two stones because it's five stones. Yes, they not found three. three. And this and we explain what the Sankara stones are, but they really are the Sankara stones. Yeah, and that you will believe Dr. Jones. And then even uh, Indiana's like, about their children. Why are you doing this? And then this is the other scene that for me, I'm like, damn, like this is getting dark. We see Indiana getting whipped by his own whip and also Shora being whipped at the same time. By the Maharaja, because they, um, all the people at the palace, um, they had drank the blood of Kali. They were actually all under the thuggy cult. And it's not because they wanted to, it's because they drank the blood of Kali. They were forced to. And they're sort of in a trance. They're brainwashed. Yeah, technically. so it's literally mm-hmm. joining a cult and drinking the Kool-Aid. Which mm-hmm. they force Indy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, after making a voodoo doll of him, yep. the Maharaja burn, burns that voodoo doll, just tortures him. And this torture goes on for like five minutes. It's very excessive and it's very mean-spirited. I think this is a George thing. I think this particular scene, this feels like a George, not like a Steven. I think yeah, the thing that you said about I think the thing that you said about the cage and wrapping it back and forth, I think that's a Steven thing. I think this scene of the whip, I think this is a George thing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then we see that even that the villains like the world will be ours first. That the will will bring the Christians down and then the Jews. Every world will be ours. Everybody will worship Kalima. And then we get into, I, I still like this scene a lot, but there's a big ass plaque since I was a kid. How the fuck Willie never got burned while she's dropping her back and forth in the cage with Willie's sacrifice? Because she's, she was Spielberg's girlfriend. That's why. I know, and I know she had proud armor, but still though, she was on his wedding compared to the other guy that burned even before he got to the bottom. But anyway, yeah, short round is forced into slavery. Yes. And it's in the grayest, most desolate part, and there's a lot of kids as well. Mm-hmm. And then... But I like the detail that they never change his clothes, though, because all of the children are shirtless, but Shora's still wearing his outfit and his cap, his Dodger cap. Yes, he is. I... Mm-hmm. And uh, Indy is in the trance now, and he's putting Willie in there, and I'm just like, yes! Yes! Showing his bare chest. Yes, this is the part where he gets gradually more and more showing more skin and muscles. Mm-hmm. And Willie, uh, okay, Willie's getting chained, and then Willie's like, "Please, Cindy, help us! What is wrong with you?" And we just we hear Indy say, "Kalima." Oh, it's because short round freed himself and uh, escaped. Yes, and then we see that we everybody we see the chanting like "Ara, Ara." And then we see that, and then Willie's getting tied, tied to the to the to the cage, and then Willie spits some in his face, and Indy's still saying uh, Kalima. And then we see that showrun comes, and he says like, "Please, Indy, wake up! What are you doing?" And then Indy slaps showrun with a big sound like boom, the the classic slap thing. Doesn't matter what the sound is; it's always the tsh yeah, and sound. then. And then Shoran was like, but Indy, I love you. That's a George line. You're my best friend and I love you. I'm like, yeah, George wrote that. Yeah, I was like, the yelling, I love you. <laughs> oh, but did you also notice the sound when the and you hear the, the big pit is opened? It's the lights. Yes, it's, I love yeah, that. it's the light. It's the sound of a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Skywalker Sound, for putting that in there. Specifically, Ben Burt. 
who created the sound of the mm-hmm. lightsaber. And then we see the showrun grabs one of the uh, uh, the torches, and he's like, "I'm sorry," and then he burns part of his skin uh, on, on his abdomen. And then Indy wakes up, and then he grabs that shirt and was like, kid, I'm here. And then he does the wink. And I'm like, god damn it. I, I like those signs of hope. I like those, like, kind of like, uh... that's the other thing that I like about this movie. That the hero goes into a dark moment, and he has a flawed moment, and then he goes back to being a hero. That's the thing that I love. I, I have said it here many times. I love when a hero has a dark moment, and it's not always perfect. And that's the thing that I love about this movie specifically. That is giving that layer to Indy. And then... I agree. And then Willie goes into the cage. She's so close to the lava. And then Indy helps to bring her back almost to the top. But then the guy that he was being the, the, the Jafar to, to the to the Makara, he pushes the den chain back. And I'm like, Willie went... And I was like, yes. Willie, yes. Willie went twice. I'm pretty sure Billy was jumping and everything. Even... No, no, no. I was just like... Stop it, Indy. Stop it. She serves no purpose anymore. Get her out of here. God, she... I mean, she, all she did was... Uh, she annoys the crap and out of me. And then Steven was like, I need her! No! <laughs> and they sliced off uh, George's yes! hand. Yes! Ah! <laughs> Unlimited oh, wow. power. I just mentioned Steven. Power! No, but he's just like, I got this one. And what he does, he just tosses... Uh, some dudes into the cave into the, into mm-hmm. the pit. The fiery pit. Which makes it look more like a satanic mm-hmm. cult than anything. And it's pretty pretty awesome. And then we and then Willie gay finally gay gets out. And I love that Willie also does a super loud slap classic thing of the friend. <laughs> it's like a, and then Indy, come on, let's get out of here. All of us. That was that's a good line. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you see the, all the people at the other end. Mm-hmm. They're just like yeah, because they don't really want to mm-hmm. be there. They were just under trance, I guess. And then Indy gets all of the keys. I love also the children screaming keys, 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 and they're like, oh, uh, Willie's helping Showrun and Indy too. Even Billy said was like, ah, Willie didn't help, but I was like, she had the keys too. She opened some keys, some 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 of those chains. And I love the mm-hmm. freeing the children. I love the children being like rebellious, trying to get out. I love also the detail of the children, like uh, trashing the whole the whole dinner table, showing that difference of class. I like that too as well. And then we get into a classy staple of a Indiana Jones movie: Indiana Jones fighting a bigger guy than him, <laughs> which happened to be the same guy, uh, actor from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Except this time he's in brown face. Mm-hmm. But what does happen? is this little shit Maharaja is cheating by using by stabbing him in the back literally in his in his uh, voodoo doll. I love doll. that. Yes. But why wouldn't you just stab him like in the chest or the throat? I don't know. But I love that the voodoo doll has so many details like the little jacket, the little hat, the little whip on the side. They really went all out on that little, <laughs> that little voodoo <laughs> doll. doll. Yeah, every time he looks like he's getting the upper hand, stab in the back. And then he's like, ah, obviously, because I mean, if you got stabbed, and the dagger looks so beautiful, though. The dagger that he's using for the photo thing. I was like, damn, that looks like a good prop. And then... I love finally, the funny moment where the big dude tosses just a hammer behind him and he hits one of the other guards. Oh, the head. boom. Uh-huh. And then I love that Shoranka goes to save Indy. And I love that kind of like mirroring that like they're fighting at the same time. Yeah, same moves and everything. Short rounds fighting the Maharaja. 
And uh, then he burns him, gets him out of the trance. So now Indy can get the upper hand. And there's this big uh, rock steamroller-looking thing. That it looks the same also like in the first Flintstones movie, the first live-action one. Yes. And that's a Steven Spielberg produced movie for people that they don't know. <laughs> Maybe they use the same one. You don't know. Yeah. And... But uh, he catches the guy in the cloak, and uh, he gets uh, flattened. And like Edna Moe says, no capes! Yeah, because then he gets pulled in, and it's that old cliche of you don't see anything except one big smear of blood. And it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, yeah. And Willie does nothing. She's just like, yeah, get him. And I'm like, just, you're useless. She's a damsel in distress, Billy. Yeah, and those characters suck. <laughs> and now we get into one of the most famous scenes of the movie, the train car chase scene. Oh, yeah, the Maharaja said to get out. You got to go to the left side because that's where all the kids end up going. Mm-hmm. They they all escape. Yeah. And Molaram has obviously got his entire thuggy thugs mm-hmm. after them. And then they start the Indiana Jones ride. Yes. Also, this is the thing that I was wondering about the Maharaj. Was the Maharaj one of the children from the village? Or uh, was no, he a real he was... a real Maharaj? No, he was a real Maharaja. Oh, okay. I was wondering that since I was little. I thought he was one of the children pretending to be a Maharaj. No, and uh, also just Throw a fun fact in there, Raj uh, means king. Mm. So every time you hear the name Raj, it means king. Mm, nice, nice. And of course, we see that uh, Charles like, no, no, the left one, the left one. Ah, you missed it. And I love this chase scene. I love sometimes you can see that it looks kind of like a, what's the name of that? Kind of like stop motion detail. That's exactly what the, they used for it. And you stop motion, you can see the little like plastic, the little, not plastic, but kind of like a play, play play Clay, thank you, the clay, uh, the clay material. But also it goes to the scene with the actors as well, also with the green screen. I like, um, also John Williams' music is still great. They reuse some of the old themes, but they add a, a cute little theme for Short Round that plays throughout the movie. Also, I love how Short Round technique goes super stretchy when he gets caught between the two cards. I was like... Ah, uh, yes, much like at the end of RoboCop with the long, stretchy arms. And everything and uh then we got willie throwing a log or in the middle so they could stop their the the mine from behind them and then she actually punches one of the guys i'm like okay we needed that mm-hmm. and then after that we see that the the priest he flats all of the tunnels because he figures it out also to stop the children and also the the the, the cards and I love that Indy sees that the end of the t- the end of the tunnel to prevent the crashing. And I love that. Did they film it at Universal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because there's a part of the Universal tour. I know. Where if if you've seen Big Fat Liar, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And I love that how Indy tries to stop with his shoe, and he's like, oh, "Water, water!" And then too much water, too much water. And they keep running because they're running all the way from the water. Yeah, because he's he stops the mine cart with his shoe. First of all, it's amazing that he. Still had anything left on that shoe. It's a Spider-Man and thing. It, was just, it stopped so much. It caused so much friction that his shoe is smoking. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's the Spider-Man thing. Uh, you can hear the guy from New York, have any more bright ideas? I got a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they managed to get out of uh, the cave. I like how the water just stops. Yes. As well, at certain points. So they just got to be like, all right, now we got to flood this part. 
and action. It is for dramatic purposes. Anyway, they make it outside. And then they gotta go through a bridge, and then Short Round's like, oh, this is a nice bridge, and he's just, you know, tempting fate, and then he falls through one of them, because it turns out there's crocodiles on the bottom. I... Even though they're not crocodiles, they are Florida Thank alligators. You, I'm sorry. Uh, I love the George Lucas irony. It's like, yeah, no, it's good, it's good, it's a steady bridge. It's like, ah! It was like, oh, and you see the alligators, and I love the focus on the other side. And they're just, they're just waiting for people, and I love that. In this kicking ass with the whip with a lot of the a lot of the people from the tuggy, and then we see that Willie goes into the other side of the of the bridge, doing the screams. She sees the sprees, and then I think this is one of the most iconic shots in the whole franchise. Indiana Jones barely using a shirt in the middle of the bridge with the sword. Okay, so the reason why he doesn't have. So he's got one sleeve completely mm-hmm. torn off and the rest is like open mm-hmm. chest. Reason why is because of the fight with the yes. big guy. And he managed to get a machine. Uh, there's the funny callback to Raiders. Mm-hmm. He lost his gun. He was going to shoot the mm-hmm. two sword guys. Instead, he uses the whip on one of them to take their mm-hmm. sword. Well, he uses one of the guys like a puppet. Like he's got the whip and a sword and he chases them off. And he's like, ah, and then he looks at the camera. And he's like, <laughs> and then runs away. Yeah, and then it's the entire thuggy army or whatever. But the reason why I bring that up is because now he has the sword, which is essentially like a machete. And when Willie and Short Round make it to the other side, Willie does the worst, like, arm up and down, like, (gasps) thing, because Molaram's on the other side. And he forces them at knife point himself, stupidly, to get back on the bridge. And then he's, uh, Indy's like, short round guys, hold on. Cause he's gonna, he's gonna take out the bridge. And they're like, is he nuts? He's not nuts. He's crazy. Yeah, you know, lady, we're going for a ride. <laughs> and she's just like, he's not. And he's just. And I love like, Indy. Yeah. He's like, prepare to be Kali in hell. Right. <laughs> and he hits it a couple times and the bridge Splits in half. And, and a lot we of see the alligators are... having a buffet of all of the other people from the Tuggy. And we hear them, they're growling. Like, we hear all of the screams of the people. The numerous uh, death rolls. Mm-hmm. And everything. Well, they are climbing up a bridge. Very creative to have a final fight with your bad guy on a bridge. And Shrek stole it from here. That called the Shrek one. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Molaram is trying to get up. Mm-hmm. He does not. He, he's fighting Indy, but Indy keeps punching him in the face. And also, he invokes the name of Shiva because he's just like, uh, "You have forsake, you forsake, you have forsaken Shiva," which is like the goddess of like light and creation and all. You that don't stuff. deserve this. As we focus on the statues, both of them are holding them. Yeah, because he he kept all three stones and he put them in his uh, satchel. And all of the sudden, the stones going burst into flames, and and two of them fall into the in the chasm below. Mm-hmm. And then we see that we hear a shot. was like, "Cover your heart, Indy! Cover your heart!" And he's like, "Kalima," because this is Harrison Force chest is stronger. <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. with the power of boners and a cute little sidekick, the power of horniness and plot armor. Anyway, the the Senkra stone 
falls through. Mola Ram, of course, catches it because he wants to keep it, but it's hot as balls, so it causes him to lose his grip and everything, and ah, uh, he falls down in a terrible CGI uh, bridge. Looney Tunes fall. <laughs> Looney Tunes cliff, and he gets eaten by crocodiles. Yes. And then they go up, and the thuggies are trying to shoot him mm-hmm. with bow and arrows. They and no missing. one, no, oh, everybody misses Indy, and I'm like, wow. No one even going to try to shoot him in the leg. But the British colonel guy, mm-hmm. because the Maharaja came back and uh, asked the British guy with his whole uh, rifleman's regiment, they go and start taking out more thuggies. And they uh, flank him on both sides. And everybody goes up, and a shot that will be later used in the next movie with Indy in the hand. Up the bridge. Yay, he's got the stone. All is well, because they go back to the village, and we get the triumphant music. It triumphant With all music. three of them. Dun, 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 dun. And we see I just the- love the wave of kids, too. The wave of kids looks amazing. It's beautiful. It's dramatic. All of the mothers. I was like, oh my god, my kid is back. And everybody, oh my god. And By the way, these people look way too old to be having children. Yeah, and the John Williams score. And Willie's like, uh, wow. And then and Indy shows one of the stones. And I was like, uh, and then the, the priest of the village is like, uh, you understand his power now. And then Willie's like, you could have collected it. I would have got it dust in a museum, though. And then, then Willie's like, I will never go to adventures with you again. I was like, after everything that has happened, and then she walks away, and then Indy gets her whip, whips her, her whip, goes around her waist, and pulls her back. That was a that was a smooth move. That right was there, a smooth using move. the whip to trap her. Surprise that Willie did is not bleeding. Well, from, from that, she's not. He's got very nimble hands. And then the then the action, how it's framed there in the middle. Then they kiss, gone with the wind style, with all these kids around them, and it's like, yeah, yeah. That's a Steven thing. Yeah, that, that feels like a Steven thing. Or they were about to the first time, but short round has the little elephant and everything, and it sprays water oh, in yeah. their face, and it's like, ah, that kid. Mm-hmm. But you get the triumphant Indiana Jones theme, and God, I love this ending. Yes. And that's the end of Temple of Doom. This convoluted mess. Yes. I don't give a fuck. I love this movie. It's... This movie has a lot of... It has racism. Yes. But it has everything that I love. Over the top damsels in distress. Over the top darkness and violence. Over the top action. Children's in peril. I mean, it has all of the the Raul with Lesto. Or it's the thing that helps. Uh, and comedy. Really good comedy, though. It does have very good comedy. <laughs> um, it's all the stuff that... I think it's because of the nostalgia. And it helped shape who you are as a person. It's one of those True. movies. Anyway, it's one of the first Western stuff mm-hmm. that changed. Or so- solidified in your DNA. Like, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, fucked up shit. You sick bastard. <laughs> and... For me, some of the over the top moments can just be a little too over the top. Mm-hmm. But it's it, like this is not a terrible movie by any means. I want to make that no. very clear. I'm just saying, compared to the rest of the series, I think this is the weakest. Even weaker than Crystal King, the Crystal Skull. I don't know. So far, <laughs> of the well, uh, it's the weakest of the original trilogy for True. sure. True. Well, not for me though. 
Yeah, for me, it's a good for one. me, it is, mm-hmm. and it's not a. It's it's just a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff, it could, if you're, it, it really just depends on how far you can stretch reality, uh-huh. and how much you can uh, tolerate Kate Capshaw screaming. And it's not her fault. She was. That was just. She was doing what she was told. That was her husband. No, I just blame the writing on her character. So you think that her was George? Character sucks i don't know who it was i don't care but her character <laughs> sucks i'm so glad it was a one and done i don't thing. mind i like him i like her it, she works enough for this movie but if they tried to bring her back at any point i'd be like nope no 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 yeah for that reason i'm gonna give this movie eight out of ten it's not too bad so it's, it's a lot of fun everything with the minecart the the action the comedy the production design and most of the performances. Yeah, this is just a fun adventure. For me, I'm gonna give it a ten. I really like this movie. Hi, why am I not surprised? It's not an eleven though. Because of I focus on the racist stuff though. But this is still a very good movie for me. I like the action, I like the dark, the fucked up shit. Every time that we go and go on the ride and even you saw when you visited here in Disneyland, I was screaming Kalima. I love that detail that they have that in the, <laughs> in, the, in the ride. And maybe it's nostalgia. But also, like I said, I just saw it recently with different eyes because now, now I'm an adult. I still like the dark, the dark, dark shit over there. I fucking it's a good movie. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's a lot of fun. But next week, we're going into my favorite. And this is the one the that day, I have seen the, the least. Film. It's not because I don't like it. It's not... Yeah, Temple of Doom is the one I've seen the least. This is the one I've seen the most. This is going to be interesting. Because the one that I have seen the most is Temple of Doom. The one that I have seen the least yeah. is Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. I watch it every June, every Father's Day. Okay. And it's Didn't also... It's, it's a very personal film. But mm-hmm. you, there's a lot of arguments for people that argue that it's the best of the original trilogy quote unquote mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that next week mm-hmm. until then where can the good people find you buddy hey, you choose uh, wisely uh, you can find me at Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and on TikTok at Robert RDC please follow the focus on SYNS pod on Twitter also I still want to say thank you to the people that have listened to the Fear Liars recaps it's one of my favorite episodes, all of those four, and Billy to do it, and you, Billy? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at MasterPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at BillyBatsonsLightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our main show Twitter at SYNSPod, as well as give us a five-star and just write a review on Apple Podcasts, and also to listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify for Podcasters, wherever podcasts can be listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Dun, 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 dun.